Well, we are talking about the Bussin' with the Boys Barstool Sports Deal. A little media conversation, a little inside baseball, something that I think I can lend a little perspective to. We're going to talk about what the acquisition of Bussin' with the Boys, Taylor Lewan and Will Compton's podcast. We're going to talk about what it means for Nashville and how it helps Titans fans, how it gives you exactly what you're looking for as a Titans fan. We'll do that tonight. We'll talk about what the tit- what the Barstool brand is going to bring to Nashville specifically. We will talk about all things Dave Portnoy and the $450 million valuation that has been placed on Barstool Sports. We'll talk about that tonight here on the show, as well as a lawsuit that has resulted from the Super Bowl halftime show. Because we needed something to talk about at the end of the Wednesday, and I figure, why not? This is the perfect show to do it. So we'll cover all of those things tonight here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Welcome in. Before we get to any of this fantastic creativity, all of this great content that we have prepared for you this evening, you have to do me a solid. You have to share the show. Bottom right-hand corner of your screen on Periscope, that is where you go for the retweet button. Go ahead and retweet me to your Twitter followers. That is how we will grow the conversation there. Bottom left-hand corner of your screen on Facebook Live, that is where you go for the uh, the share button. Share, share now to public. That is how we pop up in your Facebook friends feed. That is how we grow the sports media titans conversation here tonight with the bus with the boys and barstool sports conversation that we are preparing to have. And so now that more of you have gathered here officially in our digital meeting space, let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time. I'm your host Buck Rising, proud as always to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That is where you go, the official realtor of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, Nashville SC, and Top Golf. That is where you go, GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com. That is where you go if you would like to groom boldly. 50% off all of their fantastic grooming products with the promo code AZ50, GetBeast.com, the website. Make sure that you smell better and groom boldly. Today, let us get to the conversation that I've been waiting to have for some time, right? Because this does benefit Titans fans. This benefits the city in Nashville. This benefits you if you're a Nashville sports fan. This bussin' with the boys, Barstool sports deal, that's a huge deal for the profile of Nashville and the Tennessee Titans. I want to know from you guys in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, what was your reaction to the Bussin' with the Boys Barstool Sports Marriage. It was announced on Super Bowl at Super Bowl LIV in the week leading up. Barstool Sports closed the deal with Penn National, which is, there's going to be Barstool Sports casinos. There's going to be all sorts of Barstool Sports branding. This is going to t- totally change uh, the profile of what Barstool Sports is. And then, as a celebratory thing, they went out and they bought Bussin' with the Boys. What was your reaction to the Bussin' with the Boys barstool marriage? Give me your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, because I know some Titans fans were salty about it. Let's talk about it here on Facebook Live and on Periscope tonight, because this is the clip that kind of set people, kind of set people on the wrong foot, and I understand why. 
I'm going to tell you exactly why this is a huge deal, why this is a great deal, why this is going to give you exactly what you want as a Titans fan, as a Nashville sports fan. But a lot of people saw the clip of the announcement on Barstool Radio with Dave Portnoy, Will Compton, and Taylor Lewan, and they kind of had a bad taste in their mouth. Number one area for this, we were actually after the Titans beat the Patriots, which obviously I didn't want to happen, and you were yakking, yak, yakety yak, yak. I don't, I don't believe that's true. Uh, you were kind of like, oh, the hyenas, like Brady had that, that inspirational it you know, is what video. it is, though. He was, you know. Yeah, no, he yakety yak. That's all. That's what I'm. He yakety yak. It yeah, was he, he yakety yak. It, well, I don't know. I wouldn't even use. I've never even used that line before. Yakety yak, except for just now. Well, yeah. I, say, I just said it. Tom Brady, best football player of all time. And once I saw his video, I was like, "This is the most badass thing I've ever seen in my entire right. life." Right. It was awesome. Now, on the off chance we beat the goat, I contacted Blossers, our production guy, got hold of Will, and I was like, "Flip this." Flip this on the off chance something happens and Tom Brady and the boys go down. And honestly, chess. We were just finding out I'm a better chess player. Yeah. Well, it was an upset. So, all right. After that, I was rooting. True, it was. It was an upset. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't a gigantic upset. It was an upset. There are not a lot of Titan fans. Well, there's a lot of Titan fans. There's not a lot of people that believe in the Titans. But I feel like we're, we're making those steps. Yeah, we're your uniforms don't help you. They're terrible uniforms. They're like, what don't you like about them? They, I, they look very USFL-ish. Like, they just yeah. don't. Ouch. Uh, it's fair, but I think I the all-navies are solid. I think the all-navies are all solid. All-navies are good. All-whites are good. The powders, it's, if you come off as less threatening, you, you get, a, get in a little closer for the stab. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, wait, the Titans, were they the Oilers? Was it, did, yeah, Houston Oilers. So those are like fire uniforms. They're unbelievable. Yeah. Those are so good. And then you guys just go, look, I don't know. You can, nobody really like, can like the Titans uniforms. Well, you win games. I mean, I'm like did, a lot of things. That's not like I'm a personal insult. I don't like the new Patriot uniforms. I didn't start the team. I got yeah, right. I'm 14. Right. I'm, I'm very, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Not a graphic designer either. No, absolutely right. not. So we're getting off like in a, I feel like a little tension over the Titans no, uniforms. Not I'm not, not trying at all. to really no, 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 I'm just no. asking you to be I, honest. Just, I will say know. the Houston Oilers uniforms are unbelievable. Awesome. And I know Amy would like to use those uniforms, but there's a weird stipulation with the helmet rule. So you can't go blue helmets and then throw the old Oiler uniforms on there. It would clash. It wouldn't look as good. Yeah. So well, if they work something else out. I, I think people don't believe in the Titans because, you know, Mariota was a joke. Sorry. Mariota. But I mean, Mariota. I, hey, now I am hey, feeling a little different hey, now. Don't, 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 don't fall for the bait All right. I knew it was coming. Give me but a I mean, no one, at the break. No one has, no one has confidence in him. And, and Listen, still don't. Marcus. Nice guy, I'm sure. Here's, here's hot take. Marcus is going to go somewhere else this, this offseason. He's going to go to a team. Someone's going to take him. Chip Kelly the hell out of him, and he's going to be an absolute stud in this league. I don't know if Chip Kelly the hell out of him is a good term right now. I, I... So that was the announcement of Bussin' with the Boys, Taylor Lewan and Will Compton's podcast. They were down in Miami, and they were on with Dave Portnoy, obviously the guy, the owner, the creator of Barstool Sports. A lot of people saw that interview, at least locally, as Titans fans and kind of got salty, right? Because Portnoy doesn't care about who Taylor Lewan and who Will Compton are. He doesn't care about their stature as professional athletes. In fact, he probably thinks a lot less of them because they beat his football team in the playoffs. He's a Pats fan, obviously. He's from Boston. Mike Vrabel's actually an original stoolie. They, he used to read the Barstool Sports newsletter, but he's wrong about MMA, says C. Belch. Maybe that's so. Uh, here is what I'm asking you on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What was your reaction, now that I've played the clip, 
And we, it was a little bit awkward, right? It kind of st- it felt a little bit contentious, the announcement. This is going to be a huge deal for them and for Nashville, but the initial reaction to that video clip wasn't exactly the best. I want to know from you guys in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope what you think uh, of the marriage between Barstool Sports and Bussin' with the Boys. They have now acquired the podcast. want to get your feedback in the comments right after I tell you that if you are in the market to smell better, if you want to smell better, if you want to look better, feel better, you have to use my friends at Tame the Beast. I put on the face lotion that I get from my friends at Tame the Beast today, aloe, lemon balm, vitamins A and E. It is good for your skin, especially in unfavorable weather. I use the shaving cream. A lot of you notice I don't have a beard tonight. That's because I use my beard butter, courtesy of Tame the Beast. 50% off with promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com. Groom boldly. Do as I do. Take care of yourself. Smell better. Look better. Groom boldly. GetBeast at GetBeast.com. Scott Trevathan asking you guys the question, what is uh, what was your initial reaction to the marriage of Barstool Sports uh, and the acquisition of Bussin' with the Boys by Barstool Sports? It's awesome. I hope they keep it raw and don't change anything, says Charlie Harmon. Now maybe they will be able to get the bus actually running. Scott, Trevath- Scott Trevathan wants to know, uh, is it free? Yes, Barstool Sports is free. Uh, it's awesome. I hope, or excuse me, I'm cool with it. As long as it's Compton and Lawan are hosting, says Robert Foster. Brandon Knight says he loves Barstool. Yeah, but there's some. There's a little bit of a stigma that comes associated with Barstool, right? And I am in total favor of this. I think this is great because it gives you guys exactly what you want, right? This is the national profile that you guys have been screaming for. This is the thing. that Barstool Sports, a nationally run sports media company, is now invested in a Nashville sports property. Bussin' with the Boys is now part of a national sports network. This was not something that was ever going to be designed to be a local sports talk show. And I wrote about this for A to Z Sports Nashville.com. You can get into a little more of the details there. But this is exactly what Titans fans have been clamoring for. Now you see Barstool Sports, the official Twitter handle, and the official YouTube accounts, Instagram accounts, putting out content to their millions of followers of Bussin' with the Boys. I'm going to explain how much how much that's going to help later in the show when we get to what the brand is going to mean specifically for Nashville. But uh, a lot of people, the, my initial reaction was, oh hell, what's this going to do to my audience? <laughs> you know. But then I thought, no, this is great because this gives, this gives Nashville sports fans exactly what they were clamoring for, something national to pay attention to you, except now it's just based, based here in Nashville on a, on a terrible bus. I've been on the bus. You need tetanus shots to get on the bus. This is great, though, for Nashville sports fans who have been clamoring for a bigger national Presence. Not upset, says Lewis Chesney. Our uniforms are actually dope, says Kevin Tubbs. Yeah, I disagree with uh, with Portnoy. I think the Titans I think the Titans uniforms they, they they used to suck. I think the old Titans uniforms sucked. I think these Titans uniforms are much, much improved, especially the navy and the white. Uh, I can have my quibbles with how they how they pair the Carolina blue with certain pants. Um, but I like the new Titans uniforms. I think they're great. I think they're modern, which is what this team needs to be. The team needs a makeover. That's exactly what they got. Uh, what was the announcement, says Juan Delgado? Well, Bussin' with the Boys is now a Barstool Sports podcast. They announced that last week. Uh, uh, 
This guy is uh, the type to talk smack about anything to just get clicks. That guy has also valued his company at $450 million because he is willing to do that, uh, Juan. So I would not, I would not criticize, I would not criticize uh, Dave Portnoy. I would, I won't be listening to the podcast anymore, says TJ Strayhorn. Bar, uh, barstool ruins everything they touch. Uh, they will rotate hosts, and it won't be the same. No, Barstool is not going to change Will Compton and Taylor Lewan. Like I'm certain. In fact, I should. I'll text Will Compton, and I'll find out after this what exactly exactly the deal is between them and Barstool, because I'm certain it's very much dependent on Lawan and Compton being part of the package. Like, I don't think they would take that deal without the ability to maintain creative control over bussing with the boys. I think that's very important to them. Uh, Juan says, sellouts, in my opinion. Uh, your mic is very scratchy, by the way, says Michael Webb. Maybe I'm too close. Karen O'Keefe says, I won't be listening to the po- uh, pod- t- podcast as well. The Barstool image is perfect for Bussin' with the Boys, says Bobby Dingman. Uh, AJ Strayhorn says, Bar- Barstool sports equals clowns. I've never heard of this before, and after seeing this clip, I don't care for it, says Randy Himberg. Money changes everything, says Just a Fan. Big fan of Barstool, and Bussin' with the Boys fits right into their business model. It's a perfect marriage. That's from Mr. Lynn on Periscope. Nah, the bus was ours. Now we have to share it with the world says Juan Delgado, and a lot of you guys feel that way. I'm going to expand, though, on what exactly this brand of Barstool Sports is going to do for the Tennessee Titans, for you as sports fans, because this is giving you guys what you wanted, right? This is giving you guys exactly what you wanted when it comes to a national profile. There is now a nationally uh, a nationally syndicated, for lack of a better term, a, li- a na- nationally uh, syndicated show that exists in the Nashville market. You guys have been clamoring for some kind of attention on a national scale for so long now. It's like when uh, when uh, Chris Mortensen puts out that Ryan Tannehill won't be leaving Nashville. Well, nobody in Nashville, nobody who covers the team on a daily basis, uh, has said anything other than Ryan Tannehill will, will remain in Nashville as the Tennessee Titans. But when uh, when Chris Mortensen tweets it out, it means more to you guys for whatever reason. And that's, you know, that's just something that I, my, my ego as somebody locally has to eat, and that's fine. But here is the opportunity for a lot of the a lot of the players, not just on the Titans, but on the Predators, a lot of things that is associated with Nashville and with you as people in Middle Tennessee, this is now going to be broadcast to a national audience in a way that it wasn't able to before. So we'll talk about what the Barstool brand is going to do for Nashville, for Titans fans, and for bussing with the boys. We'll do that in just a second. Want to know from you guys, though, what uh, what do you believe that Barstool, what do you think Barstool Sports brand will do for Nashville? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What do you think the Barstool Sports brand will do for Nashville? Nashville. Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We'll talk about it together. I have another video clip. All of the video clips this evening are courtesy of Barstool Sports because they were courtesy of Bussin' with the Boys, but now Barstool owns Bussin', so that's who the credit goes to. At Barstool Sports is where the video content comes from. What do you think their brand, the brand of Barstool Sports, will do for the city of Nashville? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. While you do that, I'm going to let you know about my man, Gary Ashton, the official realtor 
of all of your favorite sports teams and your favorite sports show here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. GaryAshton.com is where you go to start the, start the search for your dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com is the website, the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary and his team helped me through my home buying process. It made it incredibly simple and easy for me, just as Barstool Sports will make it incredibly simple and easy for Bussin' with the Boys and Nashville to grow as a city and as a brand. We'll talk about that here in just a second. Go check it, Go check my man out, Gary Ashton at GaryAshton.com. What will Bussin' with the Boys, what will Barstool owning Bussin' with the Boys do for Nashville as a city? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Nothing, says JustaFan31. They will make money off Bussin' with the Boy. Uh, Bussing with the boys through clicks and merchandise. There's no question that Barstool would not buy this entity if there was not money-making ability. Listen, this is a very unique thing. The, Bussing with the boys has something that I can never give you, okay? It has something that Paul Kaharski can never give you, that Teron Davenport can never give you. As hard as we try, and we do try, and we do succeed in giving you tremendous content. What Bussing with the boys provides to you, though, is the ability for you to hear about shower etiquette with Kevin Byard and Will Compton. For Mike Vrabel to talk about cutting his uh, manhood off for a Super Bowl because he's comfortable with those two guys in that environment. If I asked Mike if he would cut off his penis to win a Super Bowl, he would punch me in the throat. Like, that's exactly how that would go down. I can't ask Mike Vrabel a question like that at a press conference. They are letting you inside the locker room. That's the unique part about having a podcast with two active NFL players. Uh, and that's what exists here in Nashville uniquely so. The Ringer has the NBA podcast with J.J. Redick, and that's an active NBA player. But this is the first one in professional football to get it done, or at least one that's independent. I know Kirk Cousins has like a Minnesota Vikings podcast that he does, and it's terrible. I've listened to it. It's awful. Uh, but Bussin' with the Boys and Nashville as a brand benefits hugely from Barstool Sports because it brings attention to the people who would not normally receive national attention. But now because of Barstool, people are going to know who some of these people here in Nashville are. The Boys! The Boys! The, the, the boys. Hello, this is Dad. You know me as Taylor Lewan. I wore, like, the dickies all the way down my ass, dude. If I wasn't wearing underwear, you'd see my butthole. Like, that's how low. I'm also here with my great friend, Will Compton, known best, as the Wolf. Best friend. Yep, and in his words, for sure. Would you kick Taylor's two-year-old in the face <laughs> for a Super Bowl? Yo, I know, like, the one knock on our pod right now is a bunch of meatheads. Well, shut it, dude. Shut your mouth. I yeah. mean, I'm just a bystander. I'm just asking the questions. Don't kill the nah, messenger. You know, a lot of keyboard warriors out there, buddy. Yeah. Don't call us pussies now. All right, don't do it, or do I really don't care. The first time I like jerked off, and I'm like watching it, and I'm like, all right, and my like leg starts like going, like shaking, like this. I'm like, yo, what is, what is, what is happening? Been chasing that high ever since, dude. <laughs> I go, was it that bad? She said, you just didn't look like you were. You looked when you were like 28. Mm -hmm. I said, well, neither do you, but I'm not telling you to quit. I'm not telling you to quit. <laughs> 
to measure a pop fly is hard to do. Yeah, I played center field. I doubt it. You probably played right field. You're I probably... batted four. I played center field. I was on a national traveling team. We were number one in the state. And we, I... we were we hit bangers. Bro. Oh, there are the days you wake up and you're like, dude, I I I could I could play another game, bro. I don't miss it at all. <laughs> Nothing. They're like, look, there we got this McDonald's deal for you. We got the Subway deal, Coke, Pepsi, and I was just like, look, bro, like I'm gonna be the next Jared. At the end of the day, I was the. I was uh, let's hold on a second, there, Will. <laughs> let's, hey, let's not be the next Jared. That, 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 that is me. You're right. That's very Jared. true. I didn't think that joke all the way through. A video courtesy of Barstool Sports. Those are obviously highlights from the first season of Bussin' with the Boys. Barstool has now acquired uh, Bussin', and now it will elevate the profile of every one of those people who I just showed you on that screen, who Bussin has and who were great interviews, and the rest and the rest of the national audience has no idea who Roman Yossi, Jayon Brown, Derek Morgan, or Kevin Byard, a lot of them, they have no idea who these people are. And now, because they will be featured on a Barstool Sports podcast, that is where they will go to learn more about the Tennessee Titans. This is only going to raise the profile of Nashville, of Nashville sports teams, of all things Nashville. Our friends at Bussin says we appreciate Buck. Uh, we appreciate you, Buck. Thanks for the support, and thanks to everybody uh, who who subscribes to the show. So our friends from Bussin, shouts out, uh, shout out to them for stopping by. We're talking about the thing that they are doing, that they're giving you exactly what the, what you want, a national profile here based out of Nashville. And so Jayon Brown is now on a national NFL podcast, a national podcast, rather, hosted by NFL players. Roman Yossi. People don't know what Mike Vrabel's like. Outside of press conferences that are streamed and that are very, that are very, I mean, for, for NFL coaches, they're very, uh, NFL coaches' press conferences are very bland. The Titans live stream it, and it's more fun with Vrabel because he's got a little personality. In no way, shape, or form are you ever going to see Mike Vrabel sitting down talking about chopping his penis off for a Super Bowl on any other platform besides bussing with the boys. Half of you had no idea. There was no connection point for you all and Mike Vrabel when things were going bad. But you saw a little bit of relatability in Mike on that podcast. In fact, that podcast was taped uh, just, uh, I think, like 20 minutes after I, as Zach Bingham and myself left the bus because we did a live stream on the bus. So shouts to the boys for having me on the bus. You need tetanus shots to get on the bus. That's going to be a problem uh, for people who they will now be bringing onto the bus who are not familiar with the bus experience. Uh, but it is an incredible opportunity for people to know more about the Titans simply because they're simply because there is an active player on the Tennessee Titans now hosting a national podcast. You'll find out more about people in Nashville music who aren't necessarily uh, on the on the upper echelons that Taylor and Will know. That's going to be spectacular. Again, guys like Jayon Brown, who deserve Pro Bowl looks and votes. People will have no idea who Jayon Brown is before he makes an appearance on... Uh, but, well, actually, the, the profile will be raised because the Titans were in the AFC Championship game, and so there will be more Titans at the top of the mind next football season. But for the purposes of growing star power, Jayon Brown and Roman Yossi and Kevin Byard and Derek Morgan now have the ability to raise their profile because of what Barstool has, an audience of over 66 million people. It's crazy. Barstool is big and can only help more listen into what Nashville and Titans fans know. I like it. That's from Kirby on uh, Periscope. That's absolutely so. This is only going to raise the profile 
of Nashville and your favorite teams, and a lot of you are going to turn your nose up because you don't like Dave Portnoy, but I'm telling you, you have your own version of this ability, of this platform, now based out of Music City. This is exactly what you've been asking for. The Barstool brand can only help Music City and the Music City sports fans here as they try and consume it. Sorry for going off topic. The Grizzlies just finessed the heat. Hashtag Go Grizz. Uh, that's from Trevor Thomas. Yeah, I saw they finally traded Iguodala. So no more chirping from uh, from John Morant and Steph Curry. That was funny, by the way. We'll talk about the trade deadline tomorrow, I think. I'd like to talk some NBA, given what's going on this week. Uh, I don't really watch or read Barstool, says Bobby Dingman. Why does everyone hate it so much? Eh, they, have, they, they have some not great stuff in their past. There's a lot of misogyny. There's a lot of... Ho- uh, uh, homophobic stuff. Uh, there's a lot of racially tinged stuff that Barstool has had in their past, and Dave Portnoy is thoroughly unapologetic, and that's that's their brand. Now, I'm not saying that all people who work for Barstool are misogynist or racist or homophobic, any of that stuff. I'm just saying that some of their comments have gotten them in trouble before. For example, the the deal with Barstool Van Talk that got taken off ESPN because uh, Sam Steele, or I guess Sam Ponder, um, had had previous beef with stuff that Barstool employees, Big Cat and PFT, had said in years past when the company was starting out and before you know more people were paying attention to them. Honestly, so they have a little bit of that, and their guys are you know it's it's not it's not PC, and so people uh, the people who are avoiding the PC culture, uh, cancel culture, they gravitate towards Barstool. Could also help free agents wanting that big platform we lose out on with big markets. I don't know if I would go that far, Kirby. I don't think I don't think a podcast is enough to bring free agents to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, watch, buddy. It's going to be the same, says AJ. Eric says, I forgot how funny those interviews were. Well, they, I mean, they were cut up intentionally. Listen, I love them. They have the attention span of small rodents. Both of them are great. They're both going to have a great success with this podcast. But to keep them on track for an hour is impossible. I know. I've tried. I've done it. Uh, with some degree of success, when I had to drive uh, a little bit of the not it wasn't Bart it wasn't Bussin, but it was the six one five sessions live streamed on Bussin. That's just a difficult th- it's a difficult thing to do. So the interviews are great, but because they've condensed them down to their funniest parts, without question. Juan says I'm willing to bet the ditch uh, they ditch the bus and build a set that looks like the bus. Uh, well, no, I think they have great plans for the bus itself. I think they value that bus. Very, very much. And in fact, it loses a lot of the appeal if you lose the bus. So I don't think that the bus is going anywhere. So people who aren't PC hired a podcast that's not PC, and people are upset about it. It will ruin the brand, says Bobby Dingman. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, people are scared that it's going to be less Nashville. And it's absolutely going to be less Nashville content, right? They're not going to, you know, I've met Adam Bobo. He's a very nice man. He does, uh, he does great things with Air 8 Nashville. He started his own company. And also, nobody cares to hear from him on a podcast uh, with, with Will Compton. Like, that's a, tough, that's a tough sell if you're trying to be a nationally, uh, a nationally syndicated, nationally picked up broadcast. They have the ability to get Jalen Ramsey and Mike Vrabel and, uh, and Delaney Walker and all of these guys in good settings to the where, to where they can have unique conversations that I couldn't have or Paul or Teron or all the... All the Nashville media, uh, there's a, it's right, it's the difference between media and being, um, being a, a teammate of theirs. You have the ability for NFL players who know these guys, who compete against these guys, to talk amongst themselves as friends, and you have the ability to be a part of that conversation. Now, the conversations are going to change 
because the people involved in the conversations are going to be inherently less Nashville. They're going to have the ability to have a new, a whole new array of national guests on this show because Barstool will now give them the ability, probably the budget, to fly people physically to Nashville and bring them on the bus. That's the whole appeal of the show, right? You're sitting on a, on a rusted, uh, abandoned Budweiser bus, and so you have to physically have people on that show. When they tried to get national guests like Kirk Cousins, they had to do it on the phone, and that was holding them back. Also, not having Lawan on the podcast in certain spots uh, holds you back. Now they will have the ability, the budget, and the resources to put all these things together with the backing of Barstool, and that will inherently grow their brand, grow the profile of Nashville, grow the people from Nashville who they have on, but also the conversations will change because they will be with less people from just Nashville because they'll be able to have new guests. Bussing with the boys about to be bussing on bar stools, change the seats on the bus, says Kirby. Uh, so we will see a Friday night fight between Big Cat and Lawan, says Caleb Meyer. I'm sure uh, those details will be worked out at the next Rough and Rowdy, which, by the way, are hilarious. I love the Rough, Rough and Rowdy broadcast. I'd love to hear what Will Compton has to say about the merge. I'm sure this is not what he envisioned. No, I'm sure. This, listen, it, season two of Bustin' with the Boys started officially last night. They put out a podcast. And it's recapping, essentially, the sale of the podcast to Barstool and then uh, everything that happened after the AFC championship game from Lawan's perspective. It's a good show. You can rate, review, and subscribe right now. Follow them on all their platforms, Bustin' with the Boys, Bustin' WTB. We've tagged them in everything, so you can go back and follow them afterwards on Facebook and on Twitter here. But the whole point of something like this podcast is to sell it to a bigger company who can make it what you envision it being. With Barstool, they will not have limitations in the way that you would have at ESPN or at Fox or at any of these like mainstream. I mean, Barstool is mainstream now. I think anything that's valued it has a valuation of $450 million is officially mainstream in an audience of actual millions, 66 or somewhere in the neighborhood million uh, in terms of audience size. So I think this is exactly what Compton wanted. And I, I was texting with Compton today about the story I wrote for AtoZSportsNashville.com. You can go check it out. Um, and and we'll have Compton and Lawan on the podcast to talk about that. In fact, I have uh, some emails and, and, uh, and, and branches out to the people at Barstool who can tell us the Barstool perspective of acquiring the podcast. So we will have those conversations for you on the 615 Sessions podcast. So rate, review, and subscribe. Because that's, I'm telling you, all things local. Just because you can have things like Bussin, which is now a national podcast, and you can still come to things like A to Z Sports for all of the best local coverage. That's why we do it. We kill it here because we know exactly what you guys want to talk about. And then when you need a change of pace nationally, you can go to Bussin with the boys, and they're right down the block. And it's got a little bit of a Nashville flair. Two different things, right? Yo, Buck, how you doing, says Dwayne Carroll. I like bussing with the boys going nationwide. One bite, everybody knows the rules. I give it a 7.3. I assume that's out of 10. Um, so let's move on to something uh, that was a 10 out of 10, uh, frankly. That was a spectacular in every way, shape, or form. We're going to move on to a lawsuit that has been filed as a result of of the Super Bowl halftime show. You see Shakira and you see J-Lo in all of their sensual glory displayed on the graphic in front of you. There's a lawsuit that has resulted uh, from the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm going to tell you about it here in just a second. But 
If you would like to go to a J-Lo or Shakira concert, if they happen to be coming through Middle Tennessee, I know Justin Bieber is at Nissan Stadium, you can get tickets to any sporting event or concert here in Middle Tennessee with no hidden fees and $10 off promo code AZ10 at TennesseeTickets.com. Make sure you check them out. Uh, They will take care of you and get you the best deal on your next event that you would like to go to here in Middle Tennessee. Let's talk about the Super Bowl lawsuit. I saw this scroll across my timeline. It's from rawstory.com. The headline reads, Christian activist plans to sue the NFL because Shakira and J-Lo performances enhanced, or excuse me, endangered his eternal soul. This is the headline that has come from Matthew Chapman of Raw Story. This is what we are talking about. I want to know from you guys, because this is... This Super Bowl uh, halftime show uh, brought about a bit of reaction. Uh, a, a bit of reaction from people who are not as comfortable with sensuality and uh, who are a little bit repressed and are not as comfortable with the brown aspects of Miami and, and, and the uh, Latino that was shoved down your throat, <laughs> in essence, at halftime of the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. It was fantastic. What's the most extreme reaction you've seen to the Super Bowl halftime show? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope, because there's been plenty of reaction out there. What is the most extreme reaction that you have seen? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will get to your comments momentarily. While you fill in your comments, give me the strangest reactions or the most extreme reactions that you've seen. Let me read you a little bit from this story at rawstory.com, again, courtesy of Matthew Chapman. The halftime show at this year's Super Bowl featuring Shakira and Jennifer Lopez dancing in daring outfits on stage, drew fury from right-wing Christians as two middle-aged women of color showing skin is apparently more shameful to them than the President of the United States. Uh, well, this gets a little political, so we won't, we won't dive into all of that. But according to right-wing watch one Christian activist, Dave Daubenmeyer is taking things even further. On his Pass the Salt podcast, see, everybody has a podcast. Maybe maybe Barstool Sports will pick up Pass the Salt. Uh, Daubmeyer says that he plans to sue the National Football League because the halftime show prevents him from getting, or the halftime show threatens to prevent him from getting into the kingdom of heaven. That's an actual quote. I think we ought to sue, said Daubenmeyer. Would that halftime show, would that have been PG rated or rated PG? Were there any warnings that your 12-year-old son, whose hormones are just starting to operate, was there any warning that he was going to see what might, uh, to see might, what, that what he was going to see might cause him to get sexually excited? David Daubmeyer is not here for your, your kids hitting puberty at halftime of the Super Bowl. David Daubmeyer is threatening to sue the National Football League because they are saying that they have potentially harmed his eternal soul. Let me say this on the front end, because I don't want this to come off as an attack on religion. Whatever you believe in, I support the hell out of whatever it is that you can find in your life that gives you hope and gives you faith and gives you strength, no matter what it is. I don't care about your religion. I don't care about any of your beliefs. As long as you have some kind of belief in self, in higher power, whatever it is, I support you. I think that's something that's really cool, no matter what uh, what segment of belief that comes from. But I will say it's a little bit ridiculous. 
I will say it's a little bit ridiculous if you think that watching Shakira and Jennifer Lopez at 50 and 43 respectively uh, do what J-Lo and, and Shakira have been doing for probably 20 years at this point, just happens to be at the Super Bowl. Maybe you're not familiar with J-Lo and Shakira. Maybe you're not familiar with their oeuvre. <laughs> Maybe you haven't seen Hips Don't Lie on VH1, as many of us did. I certainly went through puberty during the, during the Hips Don't Lie uh, uh, music video when you would watch in, on the mornings on MTV when MTV and VH1 still played music videos. But to say that it has threatened your eternal soul and to then take legal action over it is the most extreme reaction to this halftime show I have ever seen. I understand that people, that pe that there, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, to see Shakira writhing around on the floor and and cutting away at certain points in the tongue action she had going on and J-Lo's uh, moving up and down the stripper pole, uh, which is damn impressive. The pace and the speed at which they got through that entire performance was incredible, honestly. Uh, but to say that this is worthy of a lawsuit, that what you have done, uh, what the what the Super Bowl halftime show has done, has threatened your eternal soul, and that you would like to seek legal action over it, is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Then my soul is damned now, says our friend Donna at a sports junkie on Periscope. Good to see you, Donna. Thanks for hanging out with us on this evening. Change the channel. Go pray in another room and ask for forgiveness. Right, says Greg Matlock. Greg Matlock. I think that's totally reasonable. Again. I understand, I understand what people are saying about, you know, f with kids, right? Because how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to explain <laughs> Shakira uh, doing, the, uh, doing the tongue thing on national television when you weren't exactly preparing your 10-year-old for it? Like, <laughs> like, I get it. It's a lot. And it's super, it's uh, super sexual. But what they did was super Miami. Like, everything about that was super Miami. It was brown, it was loud, the music wasn't great, but it had great rhythm, uh, and it's it's a lot of it's a lot of sensuality. That's exactly. Have you have you have any of y'all been to sports uh, or uh, to, been to South Beach? Miami is a, Miami is a city built on sex and cocaine. Like the, like the, like the the only thing more Miami that they could have done is had ever all the backup dancers railing lines like in the background. Like that's that would have been a perfect part of the choreography. It would have been perfectly uh, Miami. This dude needs to get a life, says Dwayne Carroll. There was a halftime show, says Kathy. Hashtag puppy bull. Uh, it blows my mind that they are 43 and 51, says Bobby Dingman, 100%. Chris Butler says, are you sure that headline is not from, uh, from The Onion? Yes, I'm certain. Uh, this dude, uh, I would say get back to football. Um, halftime shows should not be like what they are, says Lewis Chesney. What, what, are you what is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be? Listen, Bruce Springsteen's crotch made a more aggressive move than anything that Shakira and J-Lo did. Bruce Springsteen, I remember it like his, because I, I love Bruce Springsteen. Like every other, like every other person who apparently covers, especially the NFL, NFL, NFL sports writers love Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and I'm 26 and an Arab. Like I, geez, there are no connections with Bruce Springsteen other than the fact that we were both born in the USA and I love his albums. Um, but Bruce Springsteen sliding across the stage, rammed his crotch right into a camera that was sitting at the end of the stage. Like people forget that. Or Adam Levine. With shirtless singing last year, like if we, if the NFL is gonna make us suffer through a, a Maroon Five concert, man, just let, let Miami have the Miami halftime Super Bowl show. Like that's exactly everything outside. I know Zach Bingham wanted Pitbull, and I think by the end of it, I you know I make fun of Pitbull because Pitbull's easy 
to make fun of. But if Pitbull would have come out, everybody would have lost their mind. So that's the only way they probably could have made it a little bit better. But Pitbull did like a two-hour uh, pregame Super Bowl show. And so that's the thing. Uh, that's the thing. That, uh, that, that, uh, that, that got them off the hook for having Pipple as a part of the halftime show. Brett Cathy says, quote, they could have had the backup dancers railing lines, hashtag quote of the day. Yeah, I mean, listen, again, the city is built on the water. The water is filled with cocaine and blood money. That is what Miami is. It's why I love Miami so very much. Miami is a fantastic place. I can't wait to go back. I'm pissed at the Tennessee Titans. The only time I've ever rooted for the Titans in my life is in the AFC Championship game because it meant I got to expense a full uh, week of work in Miami uh, on South Beach and, and messing around with my friends that live down there. Uh, they only need Glor- they only needed Gloria Estefan, says Puka. I think Gloria Estefan would have been fun. I don't know how... Uh, you think J-Lo's old? Uh, that's not fair. J-Lo, J-Lo looks fantastic for 51. How old? I'm going to Google this quickly. Live, uh, live streaming show. How old is Gloria Estefan? Uh, let me find out quickly here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Oh, she's 62. That's not bad. Gloria Estefan would have crushed it. I think she could have done well. She, Gloria Estefan looks great, too, at 62, by the way. That's wild. <laughs> I, uh, not to be lecherous over Gloria Estefan, but all these, all these women in their, uh, in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, they're out there killing it. No more rooting for the Titans, Bucks is Kirby 234. Yes, uh, lucky, says Donna. Well, I was not lucky because I didn't end up in Miami, and I didn't get to see all my friends and, and expense a week of debauchery on South Beach. I'm very upset about that. I'm bitter. Uh, but there's always next year, right? <laughs> Except it's in Tampa. Who wants to go to Tampa? I want to go to South Beach. Regardless, I love hanging out with you guys. I want to hang out with you guys every night at 8 p.m. Central Time. But unfortunately, for our primetime week, there is only one night left to go. Buck checking ages, says Donna. Don't worry, Donna. I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, in fact, if people, if people uh, checked my age, they would probably say that I'm wildly underage and that I, I should be kicked out, kicked out the club, as it were. Uh, certainly would be kicked out the club down there in Miami because they're uh, it, when you when you let it, when you let you don't let dudes like that look like I do in the clubs in Miami. You let uh, beautiful women who are Instagram models into the clubs in Miami, and then the guys like me, you got to sne- figure out how to sneak your way into the clubs in Miami, which I have done several times. It's a great time, but I am going to get out of here. One more primetime show left to go. 8 p.m. Central Time tomorrow night. 615 Sessions podcast. Adam Adam Sparks broke down everything going on with Vandy's AD Malcolm Turner. That's on Tuesday's show. Tomorrow, it's going to be Jim Nagy. We're going to dive into all things Tennessee Titans draft with him. He's the executive director of the Senior Bowl. Great conversation had there. Diana Russini of ESPN. She was here with the Titans during the playoffs, and she'll be a part of the XFL coverage this weekend on ESPN. So Diana Russini and Jim Nagy, a part of the 615 Sessions podcast, uh, available to you tomorrow. Austin and Zach, they got you covered in the mornings. A to Z Sports, 8 a.m. streaming right here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Make sure you check out the boys. Show them a little love. I am going to come back tomorrow night and we're going to talk. about. We'll we'll see. I, I have a plan to replace Derrick Henry. I don't know if I should unleash that tomorrow, or if we should talk about the NBA trade deadline because of the move that the Grizzlies made. I will make that content decision tomorrow night, and I will talk to you guys then at 8 p.m. Central Time. Until then, fam, peace and love.